Hello, everyone, and welcome to Elwood City Limits. This is the Episodic Arthur podcast, but if you're hearing from just me, Will Young, at the beginning, you know that that means we're going to be doing things a little bit different this week. Hope everybody's doing well, and I'm really glad that you've joined us here. So, of course, this week, a little bit busy on our parts. Uh, Lucas and I, unfortunately, can't make our schedules uh, quite make sense, and we wanted to make sure, you know, this was the week we were going to do... Uh, the season 10 premiere, and I just didn't want to do that without Lucas. Uh, so we're going to wait another week. We should have that episode out to you uh, very soon. In the meantime, I, of course, didn't want to leave our free listeners hanging. So I wanted to make sure that uh, you were taken care of. And I was kind of going down the list and uh, thinking of a couple of episodes uh, to put out. So before we get to what you're actually going to hear today, I have a little bit of a request. One of the things that I wanted to do is uh, an ECL Flash Forward episode. Now, if you're not familiar, ECL Flash Forward is where we do um, an episode that is not on the main timeline yet, but will eventually be. So there's one in particular that I've been looking forward to do with a former guest of the show, DJ Bob. And, in fact, he specifically requested to do this one, so I thought maybe now is a good time. And that episode is When Carl Met George from Season 13. So we had a little bit of a talk about it. We had a discussion about it. It was good, and I I, I really liked it. But the thing is, is that in talking about the episode and watching that episode, in case you're not aware, uh, that's the episode where Arthur, the show, tackles uh, kids on the autism spectrum. And... I think that, personally, I would like to put a little bit more work into that episode than normally I do. Now, not to say, of course, that you know I'm the primary editor and, uh, of the episodes, so it is, quite, <laughs> it is a fair amount of work. But with this one, I think I want to do a little bit more work and, more importantly, find uh, a, bit, a few more voices to talk about this episode, or at least... For their thoughts on the episode, because as we as we discuss in uh, between Bob and I, I'm not on the autism spectrum. It's a it's an experience that I don't really have or can relate to, so I don't want to be speaking from a position of authority. So this is kind of a call for any ECL listener who feel who has seen when Carl met George and has any feelings on how it represents kids or people on the autism spectrum, whether that's a part of your life or whether you have experience in that area, I'd really like to hear from you. So you can send in your email to elwoodcitylimits at gmail.com. You can also get in touch with us via any of our social media uh, platforms and just DM us there. Uh, I've also asked for patrons to send me a DM uh, via our Discord in case this is something that you have any thoughts on. All I want to do is making sure that I'm representing an issue that I am not as educated about as I could be fairly and with the voices of the people that are being represented. I think that's only fair, um, and I think it's the least I can do. So I would, if that applies to you, send an email, send a DM, or get in contact with me, however you feel comfortable, 
And um, yeah, I'd just really like to hear from you and we can discuss how we can make your views heard on this upcoming episode. I don't have a timeline for it just yet because I want to get these pieces of feedback. So one more time, when Carl met George in season 13 of Arthur, if you have any experience with the autism spectrum, if you're on the spectrum, or if you have any thoughts about how that episode handled that subject, please get in contact with Elwood City Limits via all the usual ways, email, social media media, or if you have me on social media, you can DM me personally. So yeah, that was that's that was what the original plan was. But yeah, I decided I think that needs a bit more time in the oven. I want to do a really good job on that one. So uh, didn't have any other episodes to go, but there is one more thing. Over on our Patreon, patreon.com slash Elwood City Limits, Lucas and I started up a new uh, show that is tackling every other PBS Kids show that isn't Arthur. It's been a blast. I've had actually a really good time doing it. Basically, what it involves is I do some research. Uh, now, granted, it is an exhaustive research, but I, I I do some research on the show we're talking about, and then Lucas and I investigate an episode and see what we think about it. We've talked about a litany of shows so far. Uh, Redwall. We've talked about Teletubbies. We've talked about... We're going to be talking about Wishbone very soon. That's our next one. So, yeah. I decided that... I know that I've been talking about it constantly, uh, you know, and for the last seven or you know, probably like 14 weeks. We've done seven episodes so far. And they're exclusive to Patreon. But you may not even know what that sounds like. So if you want a taste of what For the Kids, a PBS Kids podcast sounds like, this is your week. So we are giving you a special preview of our Patreon content. Uh, This is going to be the full episode. The full episode number one. Postcards from Buster of For the Kids. If you like what you hear, you can, of course, become a subscriber over at patreon.com slash elwoodcitylimits, or you can enjoy this episode, and we'll be back soon with more free content. And, of course, want to say a big thank you to the people who continue to make this possible, that being our patrons. People like, I'm going to go in reverse order this time, Yoshi, William, Teresa, and Stella, Shelby Eden Dawkins Law, Shayna Bennett, Riley Stevens, Rachel Pearson, Pretty Cool Stairs, Michaela Gibson, Melissa Avales, Matt, Marlo Stanfield, Macy Ball, Lion Dog ZXA, Lily Warden, Light Relentless, Leanne S, Kristen, Kevin Noon, Kaylin Krogull, Kat, Josias Melendez, John Griswold, John Dulong, Joe Sue, Jake Bailey, Ian Collis, Greg Agai, Froppy, Emily K, EJ Acra, Dan Mike Dawson Silva, Sierra S, Christine Wong, Christine Les Cody, Chandler Lafay Boten, Caitlin Harrington, Andrew Power, Alex, and Aaron DeFilippo. Thanks a lot, everybody. We really appreciate your support. And you can hear all of the uh, Patreon content, including commentaries, additional episodes of For the Kids, uh, movie reviews, and as a matter of fact, I'm making a very small piece of video content that will be going up on the Patreon very soon. Uh, probably, hopefully, by this weekend. Please be kind. It's on Windows Movie Maker. Ugh. <laughs> All right, so apologies for not having a regular episode, but I hope that this is something that you enjoy, and if you want to hear more, it's all over at Patreon. Otherwise, I want to wish you a good week. I know that this has been uh, tough in uh, a couple of ways for many segments of our audience, so I wish you all the best, and uh, I really hope that you're doing well.
And uh, we will see you next time. We've got a big episode planned for the opener of Season 10. So we will be getting to that very, very soon. Otherwise, let's take a listen now to the first, very first episode of For the Kids, a PBS Kids podcast about postcards from Buster. And we'll see you next time. Hey, Buster, what are you off to now? Hey, Buster, where are you off to now, 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 now? Hey, Buster. I, I, first thing I wrote down, first note, Buster's Alien Adventure, off the jump. Uh, this, what a theme song for, yeah, man. for postcards from Buster. I had no idea, I, because I had seen postcards for Buster, but I, I guess I just, I don't know. I, I just this theme song didn't stick with me. I can't imagine why, because it's just it's it, it's a certified banger. It know. slaps, dude. Oh it's yes, so it ki- slaps. It goes. Okay. Um, the only thing that could make it better is that if E forty was performing it, because then he could be like, "Hey, Buster, <laughs> Buster, um, my cop." Yeah, it's it's so catchy. It's upbeat. It like gets you ready for the episode. There's also a freaking cool bass line in the background. Oh too. yeah. No, it's like um, this weird, like, it, like there's a rapping part later on, but it starts off, mm-hmm. it keeps the tradition of Arthur themes kind of being reggae-inspired. Good stuff, do you know, overall. Do you, know who the, do you know who the artist is on it? No, no, I don't. I'm excited to hear, though. Okay, do you want to take a guess? A guess? Is it like, it's, so it's like a name, it's someone I would know? You, you, yes, you, you would know who this is. I, I'm not, I really, truly am drawing a blank here. I have no idea. All right, I looked it up. The singer of the po- the Postcards from Buster theme song is Wyclef Jean. No. Yeah. Performer of such hits as It Doesn't Matter featuring The Rock? Yep. Oh, <laughs> no, well, my word. Was that, was that him or was that Buster Rhymes? No, 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 no. Well, 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 well. It doesn't matter. Featuring the Rock is, of course, a Wyclef Jean song. One of the best. Okay. One of one of the greatest songs ever written. I, I will. If you haven't seen it recently, which I can't imagine you would have, do yourself a favor <laughs> when this is over and look up the music video for "It Doesn't Matter" by Wyclef Jean featuring Dwayne the Rock Johnson, uh, because it's something that nobody talks about anymore, and it's like one of my favorite things I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so let's, let's, let's have a little bit of an introduction here. Uh, this is another Patreon exclusive Elwood City Limits podcast, but we don't have an official name for it yet. So obviously I'm Will, Lucas is with me. I'm Lucas, that's me. So Lucas, I sent you a message about like, I'm trying to think of like a name here. Yeah. And I said, my suggestion was something along the lines of the Pee Pals. The P-P- now, I the thing about Pee Pals is I know that they were the real life mascots for PBS in the nineties. Yes, but also it could be misconstrued as you know me and you big fans of urine, <laughs> and that's what I'm trying to avoid. So I don't know. PBS. The problem is it's an acronym. There's not a lot of puns. You know, public. No, I think I. Like I, I was like, Ooh, getting the, emails here, getting emails here about the the PBS is emailing me right now, telling me to stop, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, besmirching the good name of the P Pals by making jokes about urine. I think the furthest I got was like, 
the podcast boys son. i know i know that's the thing is like that's initially where my mind went to is podcast boys um yeah, pod boys son pod, pod oh jeez i don't know it's a thicker but you know what because it's a patreon exclusive and we know that everybody listening to this has access to that wonderful elwood city limits discord mm-hmm. if you got any ideas what you think what we should call the show let us know for sure. We could really use some direction on this one. And, uh, of course, we will credit you in perpetuity if you manage to come up with uh, the for, winner for this one. But, yeah. For, for now, ca- it'll be called Elwood City Limits Extra Postcards from Buster, Buster's Alien Adventure. But eventually we'll have a name for it. Or something. Or Untitled PBS something. Kids Podcast. PBS Kids. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah, we're talking about different, um, different episodes of different PBS Kids shows. Of course, we want to start off with postcards from Buster. Now, here's something else that I wanted to do is that when we do this show, I wanted to kind of go back between I, – I kind of asked everybody the episode of Postcards from Buster to watch, and we got a couple suggestions. I went with this one. So I think that when we do this, I want us to kind of go from like I'll pick a show, and then the next time, Lucas, you'll pick a show, and then we'll open the episode suggestions up to our patrons – and uh, you can tell us what episode you think we should watch. So wow, this Lucas, is truly, it's truly Web 2.0 podcasting. We are, uh, you know, interactive. Lucas, as we go through the episode here, um, keep in mind, I want you to think of the PBS Kids show that you want us to do oh, for I, the next podcast. I already got it. I already got it. Okay. So I, I, I'll, ask you, I, I, I'll, I'll ask you at the end. I'll ask you at the end. <laughs> I got this locked in. I, I think someone, people were talking about in the in the Patreon, you know, what shows they'd like to see uh, us talk about later on. And I saw this one mentioned and I was like, oh yeah, big time we're talking about this one. Uh, But, of course, we had to do Postcards from Buster first, and I'm glad we did this episode specifically. So, I mean, the thing is, is that we already did an episode of Elwood City Limits on basically the pilot of Postcards from Buster. So if you want a bit more information about the show, you can uh, check that one out. But but the quick rundown here is Postcards from Buster uh, is a spinoff from Arthur. It aired from October 2004 to February 2012 with... Uh, big hiatus in between. Uh, Mark Brown has the credit on the show, but it was also produced by Natasha Estebanez. And pr- apologies on the pronunciation. So she seems to be the uh, creative lead behind this one. And what we're looking at today is Buster's Alien Adventure, which is episode 36 of season one, which is a 40 episode season. Wow. They, yeah. They, they, this is like, um, they're really trying to get to syndication, huh? Well, yeah, and I guess uh, the other thing seems to be, like, maybe it's a bit cheaper to produce than, like, an out-and-out cartoon. Like, I remember season one of Arthur was a lot longer than the other ones before, but that was, like, I don't know, it was, like, what, maybe 20 episodes as opposed to 10? No, and this it's, is... that, it's interesting to put that way because, you know, we always, like, I remember when we watched the postcards from Buster episode of Arthur, um, we're like, wow, all this extra work to go out and film. And it turns out you're probably correct that it's probably way more inexpensive to just send a guy with a digital camera to go ask some people some questions than it is to animate a whole whole TV show. Yes, exactly. And this uh, postcard from Buster, I was actually surprised to find out, does have some animation. Like, So I never watched this, and I said this much on the episode that we covered on Arthur on ECL. Um, 
I never watched Postcards from Buster because I didn't like live action kids shows, or at least I had this weird kind of um, t- tension with live action kids shows. I was like, no, I if it's a kids show, if it's made for me, I want it to be. It, it needs to be a cartoon, and I was very adamant about that. But I had, but I, like I wasn't firm on that. I was I kind of had some weird exceptions here and there. What were some of the so exceptions? I, um, so I, I, I don't know. Like there, I remember there was a TV show on YTV called the Odyssey. It was a live action show. I lost, watched a lot of, you know, I watched Sesame street, which is mostly live action. Fred Penner's place, which is live action camp caribou. Like I watched more live action shows than I probably remember, but I just had this weird thing of like, no, I want to watch a cartoon. And especially because this was Arthur adjacent, I was like, oh, I want more Arthur. And then it turns out it's like, oh, they're, what, Buster's holding the video camera so I can hear him, but I can't see him? This is ridiculous. I Well, and has your feelings changed after now watching two episodes of the show? Very much so. And I'm excited to, I'm excited to get into why. Um, so, of course, this is a great one to start off with because it has to do directly with our pal Buster and how much he... Uh, loves aliens. So, um, Lucas, Buster, and so it seems that the through line for the for the series is that Buster and his dad are still carting around. Um, <laughs> I wrote here Los Vecinos, but that's not their name. Uh, um, gosh, hang on, I'll have to I'll have to look this up. I wrote Los Vecinos because that's the name of uh, the episode Arthur and Los Vecinos, Arthur and the Neighbors. Right, yeah, uh, but I, I it, now that you mentioned it, so I'd completely forgotten that that was the conceit for this show. I thought it was just like, okay, Buster's gonna be traveling around with his dad while he does like airplane totally. stuff. I forgot that he was like the private jet driver for this band. So at first, I was like, who are these people? Right, it's Los Via Heroes, and I think that was in the pilot as well. Of just like he has a job carting carting around the the band Los Via Heroes. So that's kind of his. That's that's their excuse to go on all these adventures. I mean that 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 works pretty well for me, I think. Yeah, I I take no issues with it. Um, yeah, so that's that's the reason that Buster gets to go kind of all around the world with uh with the with these new characters, and we noticed I think one or two of them here. I don't think we got names in this episode, but there's like the girl with the uh with like the bob haircut who's the bunny, and then the guy who's like a bear or something with the brown hair. And we also see, uh, first thing I notice about our Buster's dad, uh, fit check real quick on Buster's dad, and throughout yeah. this episode this continues, Buster's dad is a normcore style king. He, yeah. He is out here dressing. He's got the stonewashed denim, straight leg if I had to guess. He's got the, first time we see him, he's got the tucked in, uh, 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 tucked in br- uh, plain gray t-shirt tucked into his jeans and then later on we see him with this zip up this kind of like zip up coach jacket looking like <laughs> uh Frank Ocean at the Met Gala last year uh he's really out here you could really easily make one of those like steal his look memes with Buster's dad where right. people just look up the most expensive version of whatever cheap item of clothing the character's supposed to be wearing so it's like okay he's got the he's got the APC plain gray top he's got like some version of like stonewash Japanese raw denim jeans and like a Prada uh, uh, windbreaker, right? <laughs> and he's and he's also got like the dad glasses, exactly, which I, th- yeah. I feel is a bit of a, which I feel is a bit of a look. Completing the ensemble, uh, 
Yeah, he he he's young. He's young looking. Like he almost. Um, the previous times that we saw him before postcards from Buster, he's kind of just a normal bunny dude, and now he's he he looks very like he almost looks a bit like Vinny Caravella. <laughs> uh, it's true, a, y- a younger Vinny Caravella before his beard got so big and bushy. Right, exactly. Um, so the idea with this episode is that they need to go to Carlsbad in New Mexico, but Buster really wants to go to see Roswell because, of course, the alien sightings and whatnot. But uh, Bo is. Just trying to be as strict as he can. Like, no, we literally can't do that. It's like hours away, and we have to stick to the schedule here. So Buster's kind of disappointed about that. But Bo's really trying to do the hard sell on Carlsbad and how great Carlsbad is going to be. Um, yeah, it's got the famous caves. Uh, Carlsbad, what a pl- name for a place, eh? Yeah. Like, imagine if I... you're Carl. <laughs> Oi. Speaking of, spe- speaking of dad fits over here, we got dad <laughs> jokes on the other end. Carlsbad, Carlsbad, California. I just wonder if well, they're they're, a... they're in New Mexico, right? Not California. Oh, yeah, right. Duh. Did I watch the episode? Uh, anyway. How could you forget with that amazing New Mexico theme song that plays throughout this episode? Now, I will say this: they do play it too many times. By the third time, I was a little bit sick of it. But the first is this the, is, is this the "Open Your Eyes" song? Yes, yeah. Open your eyes to whatever New Mexico. I, I was like. First of all, I was already, this is pretty early in the episode they played the first time, and I was, like, already reeling from, like, this now with Wyclef Jean uh, Buster's alien, uh, 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 Postcard for Buster theme song, and then it followed up with this, like, crazy dad rock song about New Mexico. <laughs> I liked it. it yeah, like, yeah. I, I, I liked it, also, too. Also very catchy, and it's going to be in my head along with A Buster. It's uh, th- th- some real great tunes on in this show. Yeah, we're getting the you know if we were scoring the show on the like the video game reviewer scale, music nine out of ten right now. Um, so on their way to Carlsbad, uh, they pull over. Bo's trying to find a bionic bunny tape in the trunk, and Buster thinks that he sees a UFO in in broad daylight. We never see it, but Buster's convinced that he saw something. I, and I like that they, they they make it so we never see it. You know, it kind of leaves that magic in the air of like we don't know if Buster's telling the truth or if he's just misguided again. Um, also, so yeah, Buster so Buster's kind of lamenting how boring this drive is through the desert, mm-hmm. um, and it kind of reminded me. I, I I feel bad if we have any listeners from Saskatoon and or Regina. I really feel like I bring this up a lot. So if you are from Saskatoon or Regina, just know that I enjoyed my visit to your cities. That being said, the drive from Saskatoon to Regina is the most boring drive I've ever uh, 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 taken on in my entire life. And I literally just... did almost die from falling asleep and driving off the road because I was so bored. So I had to... Just, just roll in planes as far as the eye can it, see. It eh? literally... So now this is the desert version because it's hot, but it, my version was in the winter time. It was literally the closest thing I could describe to it is driving across a piece of paper in a straight line. <laughs> so just picture Very descriptive. Picture what that's like. Uh, I uh, it it was uniquely boring. Yeah, I feel if I feel like I've been on those types of drives before, but at least on the way, there's been you know like trees and foliage and uh or, or, landmarks or perhaps the road would curve at some point but no <laughs> it, i i cannot stress enough how straight the drive from saskatoon to regina is and how and how long and how long was that oh my word let's figure this out because i do talk about this all the time i feel like 
I Google wonder, map it. Saska, yeah. Uh, to Regina. I bet it was it was shorter than it felt. I almost had to drive from Regina to Winnipeg if I couldn't get my flight. Oh, okay. It's Whoa. not even, it's not even that long. It's only like two and a half hours long. Uh, but still, I bet it feels even longer once you're actually in it. Um, yeah, two and a half so, hours long when it's when it's that boring is a little that's a little rough. Uh, but yeah, thank God I didn't have to drive from Regina to Winnipeg, which would have been an almost like coming up on a five hour drive. Yeah, my God. <laughs> Bo obviously doesn't see doesn't see the UFO and doesn't exactly believe Buster, but this kind of needs to prove what he saw is going to be yeah, is going to he's drive gonna, Buster he quote, the rest of the way. Quote, he's going to dedicate the rest of his life to the strange and supernatural. And then Bo just goes, you do that. <laughs> and then he has the the Buster Baxter production of just of it's all true, yes. which is his like documentary proving all the conspiracy theories right and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's his version of conspiracy theory with Jesse Ventura. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We went to Carlsbad, New Mexico. <laughs> we tried to find the aliens down to Carlsbad Caverns, and I said, buddy, it's not going to be down there. It's going to be up in the sky. <laughs> I remember when I used I, to go on, on uh, wrestling forums all the time, and they had the, the, the streaming video player that they'd put on pay-per-views and stuff. And it was tradition, like, whenever they were trying to, like, fill time when there wasn't a wrestling pay-per-view, they would always put on the Area 51 episode of Conspiracy Theory with Jesse Ventura, (laughs) where he's like, if I walk across this line, they're going to shoot me. (laughs) I feel like that's the one that I've heard about, too. (laughs) We tried to get into the Pentagon, but no dice, pal. (laughs) What What a gem. I, man, I wish he was in this episode. I wish he, I wish he was on postcards for Buster. Who knows? I mean, do they ever go to where's he? Where's the the governor of Minnesota? Do they ever, Minnesota? Yeah, do they ever go to Minnesota? Maybe meet the gov. Who knows? Maybe I'll have to check it out. Uh, we do um, get some great characters mm-hmm. though. When so even when they go to Carl's Carlsbad, um, first kid Buster meets uh, is is pretty incredible. Uh, he the deadpan uh, legend, the one who goes, I ain't seen nothing. And it's like, remember, nice. kids, when the cops are talking to you, uh, be like this kid. <laughs> I ain't seen nothing. Yeah, he's he, he was great. He had some great line reads. It just like Buster's like, yeah, I'm looking for this for this UFO that I saw. And he's like, well, good luck with your alien hunting. <laughs> it's like, man, this kid's low key roasting Buster. <laughs> Buster also had a had a good line here. So they do go to the Carlsbad Cavern where, um, you know, they have a whole bunch of bats that roost there during the day and then they exit at uh, in the evening. And, of course, bats do what they do. So it smells like poop down there. And <laughs> Buster says, Dad, we drove this far for bad smells. <laughs> I will say as well, this is where I put down the note of, you know, they have the animation it's it's if you've never seen postcards from Buster before or you didn't listen to our episode it's um it's mostly you know first person camera footage which is supposed to be Buster using his handheld camcorder and then there's occasional animated bits so they like do the first person of like going down to the caverns and seeing everything and then it's like back to uh the hotel with 
uh, Bow and Buster. And I gotta say, I really liked the way the animation looked in postcards from Buster uh, compared to Arthur. I mean, I like the way that Arthur looks too, but there was something about the way the animation looked. It's very clean and very colorful, and I wonder if that was maybe due to the fact that there's literally less animation, so they kind of had more money or more time to work on it. Yeah, I'm not sure. It is very bright, but it, not in the way that, like, the often lamented uh, Flash player, uh, uh, Micromedia Flash episodes of Arthur yeah. end up being looking like. It's it's clean, but in a different way that kind of mm-hmm. uh, maintains that, that hand-drawn feel. So, it's, I, again, I kind of – I feel bad that I – I didn't. I never gave this a chance. I feel like maybe there would have been more here than as as a kid than I would have liked to admit. And this is where we get this. This had to have been fate. Thank you to uh, the patron who suggested the New Mexico episode because Buster brings back the. We actually get a clip from the episode from April 9th of Buster's relationship with Mister Morris. Yeah, I was like really surprised about this. About like, okay, here's the grand return of return of Mr. Morris, and they even like, yeah, show clips from the episode where he moved away. And it's funny in that episode, he does say he's going to New Mexico. So mm-hmm. whoever's got the lore bible down at PBS, um, props off to you because I didn't remember that. No, and I never heard about this. Like, I never heard that they did this. It's really cool that they decided to keep continuity like this. And it's like, okay, let's do an episode where we go to New Mexico. And, hey, we have a character that's down there that's related, that happens to be related in a way to Buster. So why don't we make the most of that? I think that that really shows the kind of internal cohesion that the Arthur and Postcards from Buster creative teams had. Um, so eventually they do get reunited, and it was it was really cool because I remember in the episode, I'm sure that we talked about, oh, I hope we get to see Mr. Morris again someday. So I guess all it took was this PBS Kids podcast that we're doing. So thank goodness. Um, so they are going to go out to um, – they go to somewhere before they go to Roswell, and I'm um, drawing a blank as to which part of New Mexico that was. Do you remember? No, I do not. I do not. I know that. Uh, is it was it Albuquerque? No, I don't think so. It was like it was like a smaller town. Buster's dad to... talked about at some point lamenting that they didn't have enough time to go to New, uh, Roswell and Albuquerque, but I don't know. Mm. Uh, they do meet some colorful local flavor, though. Yeah, they sure do. They meet some uh, local ranchers in uh, New Mexican New Mexico ranchers. Uh, I didn't have very extensive notes about this part. I simply just wrote, love these people. Yeah, they're they're very kind of salt of the earth type of uh, people. They're ju- they're just cattle ranchers, and we we get an extended sequence where uh, they help Buster to look for the UFO, and that's basically just like, oh, they find a can in the um in in a field, or they find like pieces of an airplane. Oh, it seems it seems that it might have been hope. New Mexico, so uh, somewhere around uh, there. I had the note of seeing the cattle ranch reminds me of the exhibitions that I visited during my radio days. Oh, in yes. Kind of, kind of in the country of Nova Scotia, of like going to a local exhibition and being like, uh, we're going to weigh the cattle now and have the you know tractor pull and stuff like that. So it's like not the first time I've seen cows up close and being like groomed and taken care of. Mm, mm, mm. We also get this weird... Brought back some good rural memories. 
we get these weird flash this weird flashback of the story where uh, all the the dogs escaped from the dog show yeah. animal animal I know this isn't even the Arthur podcast anymore but animal hierarchy uh, and it's just it, like it's just kind of like a, almost like a clip show esque. It's just that sequence from Arthur, and I'm wondering if they're just trying to fill time or that seemed weird. It's probably that, but it's also like, well, if you don't remember this character from Arthur, like if you're just watching postcards from Buster for some reason, like here's what his connection is to this. Uh, it's it probably is to fill time, but I I didn't I didn't mind it so much. I it's just like while we're here, let's get the most out of Mr. Morris and their relationship as as we can. Also, great line from uh, uh, one of these people. Or actually, I think Buster says this, where he goes, a tin can, a cow's brand, no evidence of aliens so far. And that just sounds like, you know, some sort of 90s alt-rock sound song lyric. Like a like a <laughs> cake song or something. Like, <laughs> uh, You also reminded me, I really liked just... Whenever, whenever the father would be like, "Come on, Buster, why don't we uh, go go see out the field there? We'll see if we can get your uh, your UFO." Started to blend together with my Jesse Ventura a little bit, mm-hmm. but it's just very, very cowboy, very much the accent you'd expect of a rancher. So they eventually do make their way into Roswell, and they do a bunch of like man on the street interviews with kids about like if they've ever seen an alien. My favorite one here was the kid who said, I am an alien. (laughs) My favorite was the kid who said, uh, I've never seen them before, but I think they're chill. (laughs) Man, they're years ahead. No, yeah, you could take pretty much any, like, uh, excerpt from these these kid interviews and put it on, like, a poster, like, that would be in someone who smokes a lot of weeds bedroom, uh, and none of them would be out of place. And then, uh, and this really very very big illustrated very big take me to your dealer energy from this segment <laughs> in terms of like kids being like they're different from us they're green like like just like yeah. that level of alien editorialization. This is this part of the episode kind of really brought it brought it up to me of like whenever we meet a new family we're usually from the perspective of the kids and we see a lot of like interviews with kids in a way a lot of this show feels like an episode length word from us kids because the kids get like a lot of lines that they have to do and like stuff that they have to remember to say well yeah we get this 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 next kid where they kind of he gets his longer own segment with this like costume contest and stuff do you remember his name i don't know uh but he has like this big extended sequence where he takes them to this like alien themed restaurant where he gets like the goop burger and then he enters into this alien costume contest. Mm-hmm. By the way, somebody in the costume contest had a uh, an engineering outfit from uh, Star Star Trek: The Next Generation. Oh, like uh, like Geordi or Data. This kid takes him to the um, the crash site cafe. It was called, and yeah, like they do a little bit of repartee. Like the kid's like, oh, I don't know if you want to try that goop burger. I, I don't know if I'm brave enough to try it. And just like, all right, they kind of give the kid a little bit to do. Uh, it kind of looks like Landry from Friday Night Lights a little bit. <laughs> and then, so, yeah, they go to this kind of convention, which, of course, Roswell would, like, this is all, like, the alien-type stuff that I'm sure Roswell still does to this day. And it's we get an interesting line here. So Buster like, is, like, looking at everybody's costumes and just, like, they all look so different. Like, well, I wonder why they all don't look the same. And it's just, like, it's eventually he's just, like, well, it's everybody's interpretations of what an alien looks like. And Buster says, I guess without proof, everyone is right. 
which is uh I feel like it's a lot to unpack, hmm. you know? Hmm. It's not I don't I, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say it's controversial, but it's just a very much like we're not saying that conspiracy theorists are wrong. <laughs> I uh but I, I found my latest YouTube kind of discovery has been have you heard of the YouTube channel All Gas No Breaks? No, I never have. So it's this guy and he just kind of like it, it's it's very much like of the kind of Eric Andre school of like public interviews where this guy with a brown suit shows up to like these events and just does like streeters and then okay. usually they use editing techniques to make the the sequences seem as like awkward and and kind of cringeworthy as possible. Uh, but there's uh, my two favorite ones are his his most recent videos of of he goes to the Midwest Furry Convention and then there's another one where he goes to the uh, Flat Earth convention uh and and i was like oh man this would be the all grass no breaks guy would be perfect to go to this like alien convention in roswell okay i'm I'm looking this up now i'm gonna watch these one more oh my goodness there's there's i it's been a long time since an internet video has made me laughed as much as the the midwest fur fest video and the the in particular the uh, uh, Flat Earth video. Who knew there were so many rappers at the Flat Earth convention? Oh, man. That stinks. <laughs> <laughs> in, in these animated segments where it's, it's Mr. Morris and Buster kind of like conferring about what they think about aliens and what Mr. Morris thinks about aliens, I got a little bit of like a Doc and Marty vibe from them. I'd actually really like to see, I mean, it, this would be a spinoff of a spinoff, but like, the adventures of Mr. Morris and Buster. They, they, they're, they're a good pair. Absolutely. And I think we said that as much in, in the episode where sort of Buster spends the most time uh, with Mr. Morris. So the end of the episode is them. Uh, well, actually I should say that um, there's also like a, uh, an alien parade at dark at Roswell, which is around the time that Bo actually comes and sees them. He has to be in, um, Carlsbad to look after the audio engineering for the Los Villajeros which, concert. Which was confusing to me. Like, I know he's their pilot, but also he he knows how to, you know, he knows how to be the sound guy at a show. It's multi-talented, man. He's, I, ma- I imagine, he's like the, I imagine he's that's, like how, the dude. that's how you earn a little bit of extra scratch when you're on the tour, he, if you can pinch hit. I guess. He's like the dude with, like, waist long dreads and like the <laughs> giant ear gauges at like shows at like the seahorse who's like ready to like <laughs> that's that that's buster's dad i don't maybe. know I, I, maybe maybe just one of the things he picked up in tour life man i, I guess i don't think being an audio engineer is quite so easy that they could just be <laughs> like hey maybe he just know Maybe he just knows which buttons to push and which dials to to turn up. Maybe I he's su- just parroted him a bunch of times. I suppose. Um, so, yeah, it, uh, he turns up in Roswell, and uh, Buster's very happy to see him. And then they go to the Carlsbad Caverns to see the bats uh, come out at the end of the day, which I think which I think has got to be a real sight to see. I was I think it looks cool on video, but I imagine it's one of those things that you kind of got to be there to really appreciate. No, I, I absolutely I tend to agree. So yeah, they see they see the bats go up. It's a pretty cool sight, and that's basically the end of the episode. There's a little bit here that was tacked on to the end of the video where it's kind of talking about like, hey, if you liked the adventures here in uh, Postcards with Buster, we're going to be visiting all kinds of families all over the world. And that's where I go, that's where it was really brought home for me that the theme of the show is 
family. Mm-hmm. And it's talking about how Buster's Buster and his dad are going on these adventures and meeting other families. And of course, as we talked about in the ECL episode about postcards from Buster, they wanted to feature, and they say as much in this little tag here, they wanted to feature all kinds of families. And back in the early to mid 2000s, that meant, you know, mainly, you know, nuclear families and, you know, hetero nuclear families. But eventually they did feature a lesbian couple, which didn't go over so well. See the ECL episode for that. Um, but I, I kind of wish that they could do something like this again, because now to, in today's day and age, we see all kinds of different family makeups and be a cool way to kind of introduce kids to that. True. But also they do do a pretty good job. You know, we see even in the postcards for Buster theme song, some quick snapshots of clips from other episodes. And it's nice at least to see the diversity in terms of the different cultures and and stuff they're showing off. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, All that being said, all this talk of family, are you saying that postcards for Buster is the fast and furious franchise of the Arthur uh, universe? (laughs) <laughs> I've got friends. <laughs> I got family. Uh, you know what? It's the closest I think we're going to get. So I'll say yes. Lucas, what did you think of postcards from Buster? I know that this is kind of territory we've covered before, but this is so this is the first like actual episode of the show that we that we are watching. What did you think in general of postcards from Buster? I think that I, I think it's 28 minute long to run times a little long. Like I did get bored. Yeah. Um, I definitely got bored, but like the highs were really high. Like I like the part where they interviewed all the kids about aliens in quick succession. I like all the buster parts, uh, but it, it was a little slow. I think the first postcard for buster episode where they go to New York had the benefit of there's just so much different stuff in New York and so many colorful cl- characters. Uh, I mean, I'm going to remember the good doctor. What was his name? Dr. Uh, Dr. De La Vega. I'm going to remember Dr. De La Vega for the rest of my life. So <laughs> that, you know, that episode was a big win for me just for that. Uh, but there's kind of, Besides, this episode's a lot more scaled back in terms of there's kind of the bat stuff and then there's the alien stuff and that's kind of it and then there's a lots of shots of the desert so they're kind of their hands are probably tied in terms of how much visually interesting stuff they could show us um, that being said I think it's a great conceit I mean if kind of bigger picture look since we're only kind of dipping our toes into each one of these shows uh, 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 and only watching one episode. I think the bigger picture, I think uh, as an adult, like much like you, we talked about this before in the ECL episode, much like you, I kind of lamented when Postcards for Buster came on because I was bored because I wanted to watch a cartoon. But looking back at yeah. it as an adult and, you know, watching things like Parts Unknown with Anthony Bourdain and really appreciating the travel aspect of these shows, mm-hmm. uh, I think a travel show for kids is a great conceit and it's it's a great educational tool. Um, so if we're looking at Postcards for Buster overall, all, I think it's a cool concept for a show. I agree, and it's I I I don't want to repeat myself too much from the uh, from the um, the ECL episode that we did, but this is something that I appreciate a lot more as an adult. In fact, this is this is my last note that I have on the show. Is it makes me wish that I had cable because this is a perfect, maybe the ultimate 
hangover show. This is a this is a concept that is from one of my favorite podcasts, We Hate Movies, and their concept of the hangover movie, which is something that you can put on in the background when you're hungover. You don't have to pay a lot of attention. It's not going to be very loud. It's not going to demand that you like follow everything. It's just something you can put on. It's reliably entertaining and it'll get you through. And this is like I could if you if there was a postcards from Buster Marathon on TV and I was like sick or hungover or like even just kind of like maybe down in the dumps, like put it on the background and it's just like, oh, cool. Where's Buster now? OK, great. I'm going to like fall asleep or I'm going to like drink some Gatorade. Like it's just such a good show to leave on in the background. And I really mean that as a compliment because it's like I think you made a good point about the length. The length is a it's a little long. Arthur really gets in and out at like 20 minutes. Well, and this also and also we kind of have yeah. the variety of two different episodes. Right. Whereas, yeah, you, you start to feel especially I think it's a little hamstrung again by the desert. But you're like you're starting to feel those 28 minutes near the end. For sure. And I imagine it would have to be like especially interesting or and <laughs> in order to like really keep you in for that half hour. And especially considering there's like over 50 episodes of the show, it's there's bound to be some that don't hit as well as others. But yeah, I really appreciate kind of how chill and uh, how chill it is. And especially for, uh, you mentioned the An- Anthony Bourdain. Uh, for me, it's shows like Dark Tourist or uh, the uh, the wrestlers on Viceland that I really appreciate the travel aspects of it as an adult. And now I come back to this and it's like, oh, this is cool. This is cultures I've never seen. I've never been to New Mexico. So it was cool to see some of the highlights of that from an Arthur perspective and even getting some extra Arthur lore. This is like the Arthur EU. <laughs> the Arthur EU. Yeah, Arthur Guy Den. Yeah, so I I enjoyed it, and I think that and I've enjoyed both times that we've watched Postcards from Buster, and I would be perfectly happy to to do it again. It's a very breezy watch, and it doesn't feel like I'm I I know that with a lot of the other shows we're gonna watch, it's gonna be like absolutely like we're we're probably gonna get nothing out of it because it's meant for K I D S kids. This is at least something that you can get something out of maybe the visuals or like learning facts about where they're going. You could there's something there for every age group so lucas i'm really interested you 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 knew right away what your first pick for pbs kids show is going to be for this yet untitled pbs kids podcast um so the next time in two weeks what are we going to be watching next time will i want to be watching fetch with rough roughman fetch with rough roughman good one okay so this was one that was suggested on our discord so if you're First of all, if you're not on our Discord, please let me know. And if you are, we're going to need some uh, suggestions. Um, what episodes of Fetch with Rough Ruffman are we going to be watching? This, Lucas, I've barely even heard of Fetch with Rough Ruffman. Yeah, this is, I, I wanted to pick this one because I really wanted to, you know, there's a lot of PBS shows where we kind of grew up with at the same time. I think Zoom is the obvious one. Uh, yeah. But I wanted to pick one where I was like, you know what? Let's let's introduce Will to something from the old Lucas childhood. And that's gonna be fetch. Oh, good. It's gonna be fetch with Rough Ruffman. Oh, okay, so you've seen this before. Oh yes. I, I now I mo- remember it mostly as, um, I, I I don't know what time slot it was on, but I don't actually remember watching a lot of episodes of Fetch with Rough Ruffman. But I remember the bumper ads in between other PBS shows being on constantly. Gotcha. Uh, and they were some sort of I, parody of some dad rock song. I'm trying to remember what <laughs> song it was, but it was like a really famous song, but they changed the lyrics to be about Fetch with Rough Ruffman. Let me uh, actually, you know what? We'll save that for the, we'll yeah, save that for the save, episode. Save, 
Save it for the episode. Okay, fetch with Ruff Ruffman in two weeks. All right, folks. So that's the end of our first episode of this Patreon-exclusive podcast all about the shows of PBS Kids. We thank you very much for your donation, and uh, we really appreciate you being patrons. We're just going to need a little bit of help from you, if you don't mind. First of all, if you have any suggestions for what this show should be named, uh, leave them in the comments or on the Discord. And if you have any episode suggestions for Fetch with Ruff Ruffman, leave them below or in the Discord, please and thank you. And we really, really hope that we'll be able to get to your favorite show very, very soon. Uh, Lucas, did you did you write down a quote from this one? Are we going to do the same? No, kind of- I don't think so. I, I think I mean I wrote down some quotes, but I'm not sure. I think that I want to keep that as the ECL uh, goodbye. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, all right. I think I know how this episode is going to begin. Like I have the kind of bumper at the beginning. Like this, this is this is kind of interesting, guys. You're seeing as I'm like workshopping, like what like what's the intro going to be like? What's the outro going to be like? So. I'll just say, uh, this is Will, and for Lucas, like I did, like that's the thing is that I don't want to necessarily like have the total last word in case there's anything else you wanted to mention. Uh, I mean, the one thing I'll mention is that, you know, you guys are all Patreon subscribers. You've already given us the blood money. Um, get a friend to give some Patreon dollars up to us because we still are a few weeks away from the Sonic the Hedgehog film coming out. Mm-hmm. Yes, please recommend to your friends. And uh, but either way, we appreciate you being here, and we hope that you enjoy oh, the. You know what? Yes. I have it. I'll tell you what. I'll I'll sign off these episodes with because we could be sure that everybody's going to be able to do this. Catch me in the Discord, yo. Let's see you guys in the Discord discussing everything. You know what I Let's mean? Do it. Yeah. Yeah. You want to talk about anime? You want to talk about wrestling? Video games? We do that in the Discord. Guys, I'm at home all day. I would love to talk to you in the Discord. All right, so for Lucas, I'm Will, and that was PBS. <laughs> I don't know if I'll do that every time. but I, I hope. I hope. I can only pray. <laughs>